Behind every bit of mom wisdom is a story. A story of a real mom and real kids just trying to love each other well. Whether you're cozied up on the couch with a mug of coffee, pulling out of car line and heading to work, or out for a walk, you're welcome to join us as we share stories and laugh, learn, and grow together. It's the I'm Mom Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode of the iMom Podcast. I'm Abby with Megan, Susan, and Chloe. And this week's episode is called Teaching Patience When Patience is Hard. But before we get to Megan's story, I want to share we got an email a few weeks ago now from Lisa. Lisa chimed in. She said that she loved the Liar Liar episode. She said that it reminded her a lot of her 12-year-old son who is bright and creative and energetic. I love all those words. Like Those could easily mean other things. But she, the way she describes him she said that I mean he just sounds like a really good really really good kid but she said that they've been talking about embellishing events to make them sound more exciting and so she uses the phrase be a truth teller Mm -hmm. with her son and so um, Lisa thank you so much for your email and remember you can always email us the link is in the show notes at the bottom of the episode but I'm glad that she wrote about lying and honesty because we're going to talk about another character trait today and that is patience Megan, we've been waiting patiently for you to share your story. <laughs> well, I think so as a first time mom, when you when you first have a baby, every cry you immediately go to them or at least I did. And so every cry it was like are they hungry? Do they need their diaper changed? What is it? And I would immediately go to them. So I think with my oldest son, James, I kind of created the beast a little bit because they now he's 3 and I think it gets to a certain point that like every single little thing that he says he needs, I would jump and get it for him or whatever it was. Um, And so I realized like he was getting to an age that he needed to just be patient and wait. And if I was in the middle of something or if I was talking to someone, he needed to have patience and wait until I was done. Um, But how do you explain what patience means to like a two or three year old? So what we did is got him one of those, actually Susan did got him one of those reusable sticker chart things that you can you know once you put the sticker on and they finish the chart you can put the stickers back and use it again so that you didn't have to continuously buy new sticker charts but um if we would ask him to do something and he did it immediately and said yes ma'am or yes sir he would get a sticker and there's a ton of stickers on the sheet so it took him a long (laughs) took him a long time to finally fill up one sticker chart but at the end of that he would get um a prize and it was usually a monster trucks he's very into monster Mm -hmm. trucks or it was like a piece of candy or something like that um and I was like well mom I don't want to teach him that you know in order to get him to do something when we ask he gets a reward for that every single time and it was more just the continuous habit of him getting up and saying yes ma'am or yes sir right right then and there Um, and it did teach him patience too that in order to get this prize or whatever it was he had to have this this good behavior all along essentially this sticker chart taught him patience for whatever reward it was that he was working towards and another kind of patience tactic that we worked on is if I was in the middle of talking to someone or doing something he would come up to me and put his hand on my leg or my shoulder arm or whatever it is and say excuse me and I would turn to him and I would either say one minute and finish what I was talking about or I would interrupt whoever I was talking to and say let me see what he needs Uh, versus him just going mom 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 Mm -hmm. 20 
you know, thousand times. So it's something that we're still working on and I welcome any other tips that you all have, but um, it's just something that I'm still kind of trying to explain to him and work through um, and move kind of out of that baby phase of like meeting his every need to teaching him he can wait. Right. Well, especially, I mean, this episode is coming out the week before Christmas, right? So how do you, how do you help a child be patient in those times that are really exciting too. It's not just about not interrupting mom, but it, you know, as you're waiting for your birthday or, you know, waiting for a present, there's so many opportunities year round to help our kids grow in this virtue that is very important and that can serve them well into adulthood. Yeah, I think this is really hard for the impulsive child, you know, this time of year or especially the younger child who has a hard time it's not just for them it's the waiting it's mm-hmm. it's the actually controlling their mind holding their mind cap- yeah. captured mm-hmm. to to obeying so um, can, can we have some fun for a second talk about christmas like were you guys good about waiting for christmas when you were kids oh i was so excited i was so excited. did you peek at toys I, ever oh i always. was so excited but every year my mom would hide our presents every year i found them I did too. Yeah. Would you remember I what was age? The worst. I would go search the whole house, every nook and cranny. I Megan was the worst. Elizabeth. I don't think that my sons look at all. And so am I just naive? Am I just blind? They might not. I, I feel like I could put them like under my bed and they would not even think about looking. Oh, I don't I even I even feel like at one point my mom started leaving notes certain places and she'd be like, haha, nice try. Chloe, were you did you peek? I did I did and I learned my lesson one year because I found this coat that I was so excited to get and I guess my mom returned it. Because I didn't oh, get no. it that Christmas. And I couldn't be like, where was the coat I found yeah. in your closet? Yeah. <laughs> my grandparents live next door. And so one year, my sister and I, my mom didn't try to hide it. We walked over to, to their house, went in the back bedroom, opened the door, and there were two twin beds. And one bed had all my sister's gifts, one bed had all of my <laughs> gifts. And we just looked at every single one. And it was so exciting at the time. And then on Christmas morning, there were no surprises. Yeah. And I was, I remember being really bummed. Like, I definitely learned my lesson yeah. that year. Did you guys get to open presents early or did do you let your kids open presents early? We used to do one on Christmas Eve. That's what we did sometimes. Too. Yeah. yeah. When they got older, but it was when they were way older. Same, yeah. Well, and this this whole thing makes me think of that marshmallow test that they did yes. with little kids, yes. you know, where they make them Stanford sit and wait. And isn't there some sort of attribution to that on like if they're able to do it, they're going to like succeed in life. Yeah. Something, something yeah. to that effect. And the great thing about that test is they said it could be taught. So if you've never seen the test, Google it online because YouTube has it. But Stanford years and years ago did the marshmallow test and they had all these preschool kids come in and sit down and on one at a time the child's alone in the room they put on the plate a marshmallow and they explained to the child i have to go away for 10 minutes i'm gonna come back if when i come back you haven't eaten the marshmallow i'm gonna give you two now the marshmallow's yours you can eat it now if you'd like but you get two if you will wait. And sure enough, they had, of course, video cameras and they watched these kids and some kids like literally did everything but eat the marshmallow, like in their mouth, totally take it out. <laughs> some kids wouldn't even touch that. it. Like one little girl, I loved her. She literally turned in the chair and put her back to the marshmallow. Oh, <laughs> she knew if I looked at it, I was dead, but I'm not going to look at it. Bottom line is they followed the kids. Uh, this test was done in the 60s all the way to adulthood and, re- and found that the kids who had more self-control and could wait became more successful as adults 
than the kids who could not wait. But they said that kids can be taught mm. to wait, have patience, self-control, all those things. These are just fruit of the spirit and they're just character traits we yeah. want to teach our kids. However, one thing I will say to that is <laughs> growing up, we did not have Amazon. And now I feel like anything that I learned as a child, all that self-control has gone out the window because Jeff Bezos decided to invent <laughs> Amazon and I can get things same day. And now if I'm going to order something from a retailer that's like, you know, five to seven business days, I'm like, nope, I'll just order it on Amazon yeah. and pay the extra and I, you know, $5. I fed the beast of James because when I did this sticker chart thing with, it was with yeah. James, I said, Oh well, order which which one should we order? Which monster truck will order on Amazon? And then he's tracking it on my phone. Oh my he knows goodness. he can track oh the guy. Then he and I are sitting out front waiting because we could see the guy's three blocks away. Yeah, <laughs> here it comes. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely I think harder for parents today. They have a lot more to. We have a lot more to to push back on that yes. are teaching our kids. It's teaching our children instant gratification. But I remember ordering stuff. As a kid, we rarely did. I mean, it didn't happen often that you would order something. You'd just go to the store. But, I mean, it would be a two-week wait. It could be at least eight days to get something shipped to you. And that was just what you had to do. You just had to wait. And that's the way it goes. Well, think about even information. If you don't know something, oh. Ah, Siri. Yeah. <laughs> Ten seconds. Yeah. You don't have to pick up a book. You don't have to go in. You know, you just, you yeah. don't even have to try to figure it out for yourself. You can YouTube it. So, yeah. you know, just like we always say, it's really about being more intentional. You just have to be more pers- purposeful as a parent to teach the things that you want your children to know. Um, and one of, one of our articles about teaching kids patience there's a great example. Use purposeful delays. So say your daughter asks for a puppy and you have been kind of thinking about getting a dog and there's no reason you shouldn't get a dog right away. But why not wait for four months? You know, take these opportunities when your kids ask for something that can wait, make them wait. Mm -hmm. You know, work in these opportunities to to practice purposeful delays. And I think time has a cost too. And I think there's something also teaching them not just to wait for the things they want, but to work for the things they want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause going back to James with the sticker chart, it's so funny because when that monster truck came the mail and I like set it up on the counter where he could see it, but he couldn't reach it. He's like, what can I do with my stickers? What can I do with my stickers? And he's like running around like yes, asking yes, to do ma'am. chores and stuff. Yeah. It's like, great. This is great. Yeah. Uh, teaching your kids how to take turns also is a good way. Mm-hmm to practice mm-hmm. patience, um, making them wait for the video game controller. You know, if, if there's only one controller and they have to wait, then it helps them learn self-control, which is also a big part of patience. Making them wait for dinner. Mm. You know, I see people feeding people all the time. Like, it's okay. We didn't do that when it, when our kids were young. You didn't get snacks all the time. Yeah. You didn't get, you didn't you waited for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I find like uh, my younger son is currently obsessed with egos um, <laughs> to the point where I'm like, do we have a problem here? Uh, <laughs> and he likes them frozen. So he'll just. No. no yes, he'll just pull up and, I know. I mean, James butter. will do that too. He will do that too. It's so weird. I know. It's so they taste way. like freezer, right? It's just not good. Yeah. Um, and it'll be 20 minutes before dinner and he'll go to the freezer to pull it open. I go, Mm-mm, no, no know and I know he'll still be hungry at dinner it's not that it'll ruin his appetite but I'm like no you cannot just graze until dinner comes around yeah. so yeah these little opportunities to um, to fight what the world is giving to them instantly we can try to teach um, I think that with older kids patience 
looks a lot like delayed gratification. I mean, that's, I think, mostly when it comes out um, is having to wait for uh, some type of reward or um, seeing your hard work pay off. Mm-hmm. My older son is running track this year or ran track this year. And we had to tell him, you know, you're going to have to run a little bit every day. And then he didn't get put in the event that he wanted to be put in. And my ex-husband told him, he's like, this is just going to build your athleticism. You know, you might not get put in the high jump. You might not get put in the relay. But working every day and being on the team, you are building your athleticism and you're learning the sport. And, you know, this, these little things that teach them that this is a journey um, and you are here at the beginning of this journey. And while you want to experience the, the reward and the, the exciting part of this process right now, you're still kind of walking along the, the way. There's so many people talking about things like this generation doesn't have a grit and they don't mm. have, you know, they're not. And I think that goes back to teaching basic character qualities like patience and delay, which patience is just the willingness to wait for what you want. And, and when you add that layer of delayed gratification, well, that's the that's being willing to work for mm. what you want. Right, right. Um, it, but do we teach those purposefully? Uh, you know, our all per dad character curriculum is built on it's a character curriculum that's what it is every month the dads and the kids talk about a character quality i think the calendar we're, we're releasing for imom same thing can you can you make this month you know wh- what's november can you work on thankfulness yeah mm-hmm. and define it for your children uh model it for your children explain it reward them when they show it yeah it, we're so busy i think we're kind of forgetting about character we do i mean so you guys know more about the calendar than i do but our imom calendars have always been very popular they're the most popular thing on our website probably but this year coming up the every month is dedicated to a different character trait can you guys talk about like what what you do with the calendar and how it works yeah so the character is the calendar is called building character and every month is a building block, and every building block is a character quality. So the precept is like we said, you focus on that. It defines it. It has a Bible verse about it. It gives – there's a, a, a web page for each character quality. There's printables. There's a, a reward printable. There's stickers that you can print on um, you know, paper, paper. And, mm-hmm. and stick on the calendar for when they show that character trait that month. And by the end of the 12 months, you've built character. You've mm-hmm. got 12 character qualities that you know you've worked on. Hey, rinse and repeat. Do that every year with your child and they will grow up having character. And it's going to be downloadable or it's going to be a hard copy? It's going to be downloadable. Nice. And for so free. Print it yourself. And use it. There's actually discussion cards. There's all there's printable tools for everything every month. Yeah, so and easy. I think that we want this stuff to just happen naturally through life, but that is not the how parenting really works anymore. I think you have to be intentional, like I just said a moment ago, with teaching them, having a plan, going in with a curriculum almost of teaching them what you want them to walk away with. I think sometimes we don't follow through with things. We don't teach our kids patience because we don't want to say no to them. Sometimes we think that saying you have to be patient or you have to wait is like saying no. When, like you said, Susan, it's not 
that it's not going to happen. It's just you have to wait for something that you want. So how do you take the guilt out of saying no to your kids? Do you, can I have dessert? No, I'm a horrible mom because dessert is great. And it's the joy <laughs> of childhood to eat ice cream after dinner, you know? Like, so do we allow our guilt to, you know, force us into not making our kids wait? One of my kids that I adopted had really bad teeth because, again, they grew up in Siberia. They just don't have toothpaste there. Long story short, he had tons of baby cavities. And the dentist said, uh, we could spend $2,000 pulling all these or filling them right now. Or you could just wait till they fall out because of baby teeth. But he cannot have any soda or hard candy, period. Because he said they don't hurt him now. But if he did and they hurt, he'd have to fill them or pull them. Long story short, I had to say no all the time. You know, the other kids are having a soda. You can't. Sorry. It's So sometimes I think it's... If you have a reason to say no, it's easier. But again, it's it. Not everybody gets a trophy. This is this is a whole other topic. But we are teaching our kids what's right for you. What do you What do you do when you have a diabetic child? You yeah. have to tell them no while the other kids get stuff. This is part of teaching our children the character of this is your life. This is what's right for you. You can't compare yourself to other people. So you have to have patience. What about the child who wants to go see a movie that the other children can't? You have to wait until you're a certain age. Mm-hmm. No, you can't get your ears pierced till you're this age because this is when our family does it. Yeah. Um, and I think reminding yourself that as you make your child exercise patience and you say no or you say wait, that you're setting boundaries. And there's so much, so much research and evidence that boundaries are what kids not only want, but they need boundaries to feel safe yeah. and yes. to feel the freedom to to move. You know, there's that there was some study that showed like an experiment where they put a fence around a field and the kids used the entire field to play. And then there was a similar field where there was no fence and the kids all stayed in like the center of it, like in a small group. Mm. When they have that protection, that layer of protection that's set by you by saying no sometimes or saying wait sometimes, then they feel more freedom to live their lives and be kids because they know that you're protecting them by the boundaries you've set. And it's okay for them to use you as the excuse. You know, oh, my, no, my mom doesn't let me do that. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just what our family does. Mm-hmm. Like my dad said, no, we didn't question it. This is just what our family does. My dad won't let me. That's, that's just it. Yeah. And those are those boundaries. And it's better to have those boundaries than not to have any. Because then it's kind of like, well, I might as well try it because I can try anything. My dad doesn't mm-hmm. ever say no. Yeah. Some of the other character traits that um, are on the calendar, but then also that we have a lot of resources for on imom.com, obedience, self-control, perseverance, loyalty, integrity, all of those also take take practice, you know, in teaching our kids, take intentionality, pointing out when we see it. And for me, I feel like it would be helpful to have these words in front of me because yeah. <laughs> I'm not always thinking like that as a mom. I'm not always thinking about perseverance or about integrity, but we actually have... Um, certificates Mm -hmm. on the site that you can print and give it to your child if you notice that they're doing that. How much would that help that character trait sink in with your child if you gave him an award that said, this month, Joey gets the self-control award. Mm -hmm. And this is how I saw you exhibit self-control. And just star or use a sticker for every day that they they exercise self control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need this calendar for myself. Yeah, for exactly. It's like a habit tracker on the yeah. fridge, on the fridge in the freezer. Yeah, <laughs> permanently. I know. I know. I think patience is hard for for adults today as well. So, if we're not, and I think that you've 
just hit on something, Megan. If we're not showing it in ourselves, then we're not, we can't really expect our kids to do it. Oh, mm. my gosh. And don't you know people who are so – my uncle – is the most patient person. And that's today, even how I that's think of dad. Him. Like, gosh, just the way he speaks to you and listens. You feel Do you think like that's something has... that comes with age? No, he was always that way. Mm-hmm. And there are people that are just gifted at these character traits. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody, certain people are just really good at them, but they're all traits that we want to have. Yeah. And how admirable it is when you see yes. somebody that's really like genuinely uh, embodies that. Um, it, yeah, it's something that we can... That we can shoot for. <laughs> a lot of practice. I prayed for patience. I remember. And I think that's something that we all have to remember. These fruits of the Spirit, especially when you pray and you ask God to give them to you. I mean, He wants you to have them. You know, if you ask God to give you something that He wants for you, I think that you see that happen so quickly. I remember when my older son was still a baby and I was changing him on the on his dresser, on his changing pad, and it was like just one of those like restless, like or he was he was just really rambunctious. And I held his arms and I held him down and I remember gritting my teeth and that was it for me. I was like, mm, nope. And I'd started praying. I said, God, I need you to give me patience because I can't I felt that feeling inside of me that was a little bit of rage and I can't do this with it. I mean, this child is an infant. Mm. And I I know from that moment on, I'm not saying it got easy, but I definitely felt something different than I'd had before. I just had another, you know, just that extra split second of of peace, you know, and of, of letting my, you know, everything's going to be okay. So if you're needing those things, ask God to give them to you as a mom, because he wants to give them to you. All right. Tell us what you think. Be like Lisa. Was it Lisa? Be like Lisa. (laughs) Send us an email. The link is in the show notes. We're also going to put a link to our calendar that we were chatting about, our character trait calendar, our character trait certificates, and then some great articles about teaching kids patience. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks for listening to the iMom podcast. iMom is the motherhood program of the nonprofit organization Family First. Along with our fatherhood program, All Pro Dad, we exist to help you love your family well. Subscribe to our daily email, the iMom Minute, by going to imom.com slash subscribe and get tons of great ideas, insight, and inspiration. The iMom podcast is hosted by me, Abby Watts, along with Susan Merrill, Megan Tigner, and Chloe Blumenthal.